This episode of the Knicks Film School Podcast is brought to you by our new sponsor, Oakley. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye. Don't trust me? Try it for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglass brands in my life, and I can assure you that Oakley is not just the best looking, but the best quality out there. Head on over to oakley.com for more information today. John, can you reset for us real quick and we enter into hour three of this live stream? You want me to reset? What do I look like? Podcast? I trust, I trust you. I, I believe in you. I believe in John Macri. I don't like I, this I, at all. He, he may not believe in your favorite player, but I believe in John Macri. Um, <laughs> okay, so here we are. Uh, free agency is 57 minutes old. Um, we have been here for a couple hours. Uh, the Knicks, as of right now, have not done anything, although uh, we have seen a rumored target in Bruce Brown go off the board to the Pacers, um, and we have seen some potential uh, um, suitors for Dante DiVincenzo um, potentially spend the money that they would have otherwise had to sign Dante DiVincenzo. We've also seen a lot of money handed out. Uh, Jeremy Grant, uh, Draymond Green, Kyrie Irving all back with their teams. Uh, Cam Johnson uh, back with Brooklyn. Who did I miss? I, mean, I feel like I missed Middleton. Middleton back with the Milwaukee. Pirtle. Pirtle, four for 80. I think those are the biggest ones, right? Bruce, yeah, I said Bruce Brown. You're, up, you're muted, Andrew. You said Kyrie? I did say Kyrie. So, yeah. Um, so, I think the biggest things on the board now, and this is uh, something that I just see, saw somebody bring up in the uh, Substack chat. Uh, Houston, the leader in the clubhouse with uh, free agency money, dollars to spend, uh, has not spent a dollar of that money quite yet. So, we'll see what they do. Uh, who, who's Who's... Who's going to Houston? We'll see. Uh, we got a comment from Fred Katz. Miami doesn't want the years because they don't want to be in the second apron. That's what I figured. Uh, they want to make a big time trade, hopefully for Lillard. Um, tell John. Yes, I have been told. Thanks, Matt. Twice now. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> Are we just going to call Fred Matt? I think yeah. Obi Toppin apparently already does. So what's good for Obi is good for me. Well, you know, when Obi sees... Matt, what, three to four times next season? <laughs> next season. <laughs> I'm sure they'll have a nice embrace. And there you go. There you go. Um, here's an interesting domino. And Bobby Marks just made me think of this because he, he just tweeted that with the Middleton signing, uh, Milwaukee's ability to use the full non-tax pyramid level is uh, dependent on what Brooke Lopez wants to do. It would be an interesting pivot for Milwaukee if they lose Brook Lopez to go back to the guy that they drafted five years ago and attempt to re-sign Dante DiVincenzo there. Um, they could. Again, it's the question of if all things are equal financially, does he... Because they... I mean, this is the difference though, right? If you are the Bucks, you have two players that are essentially DiVincenzo in a lot of ways. Um, Middleton and Connaughton? Connaughton, but also like Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen. Yeah, but Stephen Chenzo is better than Grayson Allen. Sure, but now you have to figure out a way to move Allen for it's a expiring. big. Uh, but yeah, but they would probably want a, a big. 
you could probably get a pick. Anyway, okay. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, Blue Diamond Gem, what's going on? Knicks ain't going to do jack, but roll it back again. I feel comfortable saying the Knicks will do something. I would agree with that. Yeah, that's my that's my gut feeling. Um, Haitian Ferg, Jeremy is lit right now, and I love it. Are you lit? No, I, 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 I'm still high off of the pickleball I played earlier, and I got some water coursing through my veins. I'm sober for now. So he says, uh, hookup jokes and herb jokes, real talk, love the content all week. Can't wait to hear the breakdown at six. Uh, are we still stuck at uh I guess we're slow hour oh, man. This was five fifty one is when this was sent. All right, oh, so we're, we're we're catching okay. up. Let's catch let's catch up some more. Here we go. My unpopular opinion. What a great uh, name it. for this. Uh, commenter. Hey, KFS crew. Great week of content as always. What would it take to get Tobias Harris and how good would he be in a Knicks uniform? Um, hmm. I mean, you brought it up yesterday, Jeremy. I don't think it's realistic. I don't think it's realistic. I didn't bring it up because I've heard anything. It was yeah, no, really no, no, I, 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 know, like, I know. Yeah. yeah, if Philly's doing this, potentially, what does that mean for that? Again, it would be any Tobias Harris deal would have to be Fournier, and one of RJ or Randall. The, like, that's essentially where it is. I will say this, though. If you replace Randall with Harris, you get a worse player who is more of the Aaron Gordon archetype, but you're still like you're missing that punch. Um, if you replace Harris with RJ, you're taking a small step back in terms of the driving ability, but you're adding someone who is a very good spot-up shooter, um, incredibly efficient, fantastic in the half court, great in transition. He, I was looking more and more into Tobias Harris yesterday, and I kept liking what I saw. And when you go back to the archetype conversation we had a few moons ago, reason uh, Trey, as Trey Jones uh, resigns with the Spurs, two years, $20 million. It's a good deal. It's a good number. I feel like he does fit very well with that mold where you can also get some pull-up shooting from him too. And when he's talking about how with the whole crumble cookie thing, like we can laugh about it, but he has a point. I think he is similar to Levine in the sense of because of how they are perceived because of the contract too, it colors everything else around them. Tobias Harris is a really good player. He's just in a system and he's with personnel that, yeah. He's he's often the scapegoat because of the contract that was given to him. That's not his fault. He, they have every right to ask for what they have. Um, so as Mensa says, Jeremy is having the Tobias Harris conversation. I was trying to have a month ago with the uh, melting emoji. Well, here we are, Mensa. We've come, uh, we've come full circle. We've come full circle. I'm glad you you pointed out. Thank you. It makes sense, but it's their drawbacks with removing RJ and their drawbacks with removing Randall to get him in the building. Those are those are real drawbacks. Uh, thank you, my unpopular opinion. D Zilla, what's going on, D? Uh, thanks for the content. Love all your work, but also completely hope it's largely for nothing. And we keep RJ and run with a 10-man rotation. Also, how can we trust Julius so much moving forward? Uh, they here's what they're not gonna do. They're not gonna bring in Dante DiVincenzo and trade nobody and and be like, okay, here we go. We'll figure it out. That's not gonna happen. How can we trust Julius so much moving forward? Um what better option do you have? Uh, trade him? Okay. For what? Where? 
What are you getting back? Who's going to give you the value? Who's going to give you as much value as he gives to you? Uh, it's the same questions we've been asking for to, more than two years about Julius Randle. It's um, he's a tough player to kind of to wrap your mind around, uh, but I don't think he's going anywhere. Good news, though, he's watching film. Yes, diligently, very diligently. Loves the film room. He, he can't he can't get him out of the film room. Yeah, word is that he actually is really enamored with Nick's film school because of the film element to it. Oh yes, he's, um, yeah. I heard he's going to unblock you, John, which is pretty cool. That would be, uh, I don't know, be nice. Beat me I to the joke, Jeremy. Okay, but, sorry about that. <laughs> You're good though. I don't I don't begrudge him for that. I'd probably block me for shit that I said about him in the past. <laughs> It, I just got, I don't know, a silence of the lambs. Would you block me? I'd block me type, uh, type of thought. I need to go back and rewatch that movie. I've seen it. I'm going to be honest. I, I watched, I watched it for the first time a few weeks ago. Uh, oh, wow. Watched it in broad daylight. It's like, I can't handle this at night. And it's fantastic. It is. Such oh, it's a great. great movie. I've, I've seen it half a dozen times. It's, it's probably been at least a year since I've seen it. I don't, I don't, I forget the reference you're making, but. Uh, it's when Buffalo Bill is applying the lipstick. Oh, yes. I just remember put the lotion in the basket. But yes. Or it, it puts the lotion in it, the basket. It does. It gets the yeah. clothes. Um, where were we? <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> Hi, Jessica. Uh, you want to read the first part? I don't want to screw it up. You don't want to screw up Shabbat, Shabbat Shalom? Shabbat Shalom. Oh, okay. I'm glad. Yes. Shabbat Shalom. Okay. Uh, yeah, Shabbat Shalom, because it's Friday. It's the Sabbath. Appreciate Jessica staying on for the Sabbath. That's uh, I don't know if she observes it in such a way that she wouldn't be online, but if so. But the sun's it. still up. That's true. Uh, oh, that's true. The sun is still when up. When she so sent it, time. the sun was yeah, she, still up. And, she yeah. sent and she's this. an hour behind. Yes. Yeah, yeah, 557 is when she sent this in. Anyway. So. Uh, God bless KFS, no matter uh, how one observes. Great work this week, everyone. Jeremy, that last month, the last month has been amazing, phenomenal work. I appreciate that, Jessica. Thank you. It's been a pleasure to do. Love this opportunity, this community. So uh, I'm glad we could keep doing it. And we'll see uh, We'll see what happens next. If anything, something will. Something will. I trust something will happen too. Bernard Richardson, in 2023, Draymond and Brunson have roughly the same contract. The Knicks overpaid, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think there's some facetiousness there. Mm-hmm. Um. Bondi kind of implying that like the Knicks better hope the Rockets don't get involved in the DiVincenzo uh, sweepstakes here. Um, mm. Would you be disappointed if they didn't get DiVincenzo at this point? I think it would depend on where DiVincenzo would go in order for Let's say he to- signs with the Rockets for three years, $45 million or three for 50. Then he took more money per year. Okay. That's Kings good. already extended Barnes. Not that that's a huge surprise, but they announced it. It's official now. Um, okay, next up, Kevin Danishevsky. Jeremy, the Pacers competing is coming up. Hashtag Hallie. Yeah, Kevin thinks Hallie is uh, the best thing since sliced bread. I think he's a very good player, and I think there's room for him to grow. But Kevin, it sounds like what you're saying wow. is if the Pacers underperform, that uh, your boy isn't isn't pulling through. So it was pressure bursts pipes or makes diamonds which is Hallie gonna do I think he's I think Hallie's good I think Hallie's good 
We'll see. Oh, that's, I mean, that's not a controversial statement. I just, no, I think he's better than you. I think you think he is. I don't know if I think he's as good as Kevin thinks he is, but I think he's really good. I mean, I take Jalen Brunson over him 11 times out of 10. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Um, Cam Johnson can reach up to 108 million with full bonus incentives. Uh, that's per Mike Scotto. So he got less than RJ in guaranteed money. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sam Garcia dropping dimes 20 had uh, Bruce Brown to the Pacers first. I saw that account got like, didn't that account get blocked again? He got back. Does, got back. does John, do you have any idea what this is referring to? It's a Twitter account that has so, been like an underground Brand, Twitter account. An underground insider that was dropping scoops yesterday that at first it looked like it was just like a parody account. Mm-hmm. And then, like an hour before the Harden extension and trade request, this account tweeted out that James Harden is out. It'll be a an extent. He'll opt in in a trade request, and then was bragging that ESPN pays Woj seven million, but I'm doing this for fun. And it was a troll account that ended up being super accurate and got like thirty thousand followers all of a sudden. And it's so what's just, he saying now? It, well, I guess it's reinstated, but yeah, responded to the Pacers first, apparently. And apparently it shook ESPN so much that they spent the entire day cutting so much of their talent because he pointed out a flaw in their accounting system and payroll. You know, can I just say um, I actually meant to say this at the top of the show, but we obviously got into other other things. Um, it's an absolute disgrace. That the supposed worldwide leader in sports cut ties with a guy who is for my two cents, the best basketball analyst on the planet in terms of specifically, specifically being able to offer insightful and entertaining. And he, he, he toes that line brilliantly um, analysis during a live game um, by letting go of J- Jeff Van Gundy. I understand cutting costs. I understand the realities of, of the world in 2023 and giant corporate structures and so on and so forth. But like, if you purport to be the worldwide leader in sports and you have and you employ the best basketball analyst in the world, what the fuck would you fire? It makes no sense. It's a, it's just an absolute shit show. Um, what that 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 company has become, and uh, I don't know where Jeff Van Gundy is going to land next, but I'm excited for it. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you what, it's a major reason for the shakeup was because ESPN decided to give $85 million to uh, Pat McAfee. To a YouTube channel that covers sports, yes. So it's cutting costs, but it's not like the payroll really drops all too much because they're more than comfortable giving it to a large personality that they stole from a competitor and now have at ESPN. It's... uh, yeah, that's unfortunately the nature of the business. A lot of really good people got let go. And I feel for them. It's the only thing I was going to echo on to that, Jeremy, is like Susie Colbert got let go. Mm-hmm. Nick Friedle got let go. I just um, saw that, Nick Friedle. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Rose. Um, uh, uh, several others that are extremely talented got let go. So it's the nature of the business. I have a bunch of friends in the industry that um, were let go over the past couple layoff cycles. So um, I say a bunch, it's literally two or three, but um, point being that, you know, it's the nature of the business. And the unfortunate part is that 
while you may have outrage at Jeff Van Gundy being let go, if the Knicks are on ESPN, we'll watch. Like they're pivoting to sports oh. rights being the thing that they spend their money on. Yeah, for sure. Which, you know, next TV contract, if they have more money to bid, then it's going to happen. So I get it. Um, I just wanted to say my piece. I real quick, you can you could argue, you could argue that after Fred Van Fleet and Brooke Lopez, and putting aside the restricted guys, um, you could argue that Dante DiVincenzo was the best free agent left on the market, give or take a Max Struess. Um, yeah. You're looking at the Keith Smith tweet yeah. that has all the best available free agents. Yeah, and it was yeah, funny because as he tweeted that, I was I just went to Hoopside for like their list of like the top uh, free agents in, in the offseason. and they did that list a while ago, and it has like D'Angelo Russell ninth. Uh, so, I, it, but who would you rather have, Dante Divincenzo or D'Angelo Russell? Dante Divincenzo. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's um, so. Houston really does loom as, you know, are they going to get Van Vliet? And man, if they uh, if they don't if they don't if they don't get Van Vliet, it's gonna be interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. For over thirty years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award regardless of the severity of your injury and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenblum.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. And now, a quick break to tell you about our new sponsor, Bird Dogs. Do you want a pair of shorts that aren't just comfortable but make you look good? Well, Bird Dogs has just what you need. Their stretch khakis are designed to fit slimmer, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. That's because they aren't like regular shorts, which are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Instead, they invented a cloud knit fabric that looks just like khakis, but stretches. Now, you get a way slimmer fit fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird Dogs also use anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all summer long. So I'll ask again, want to look good while being comfortable? Don't hesitate. Head to birddogs.com to check out their full catalog of shorts, pants, and so much more. You can also use the promo code POOL to receive a free Yeti-style tumbler with your first order. Again, that's birddogs.com. That's bird. B-I-R-D dogs, D-O-G-S dot com and promo code pool, P-O-O-L to receive a free Yeti style tumbler with your first order. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Dom, what's going on, Dom Cappuccini? Hey, John, Jeremy, as a fan of all things cinema, I adore your movie posters. Do you have any more? What are we hoping uh, the next move is after the mid-level exception? So I'm at my parents' place for the weekend, and this is uh, yeah, Notorious to my left and the man who knew too much to my right. There's actually, uh, yes, there's a really cool signed Young Frankenstein 
our young Frankenstein uh, poster over there. There's probably some others somewhere else, but my dad's a huge movie fan, so we got him here. As for uh, next moves after the MLE, I would imagine someone comes in, so someone goes out. So I would imagine in that case, it would be an Obi Toppin type move. It would maybe be something else, but logically speaking, if you're adding, you're probably subtracting too. Where do if let's just say Divincenzo takes the Rockets money? Where is is there a natural pivot? And I I have the answer, but I'm no, give it to me. I want the answer. I think I well, I'm not saying it's the right answer. I think I know where they would go. Spit it out. I want to hear it. Eric Gordon. So the thing, interestingly enough, by the way, uh, uh, Zach Lowe said Bruce Brown's contract is a a team option in year two. Really? So it's a one-year contract. So (sighs) he's betting on himself for all that other money. In terms of... Damn. um, I don't think Eric Gordon would be the option because of the fact, number one, there's a chance he might go to the Lakers as was potentially reported number two or was reported. Uh, And number two, I think he is at a stage in his life where he wants to win and have a role. And he doesn't really have either of those things necessarily. If he's in New York, I mean, I know, yes, if you're saying the same thing, well, couldn't you put DiVincenzo into the same position and you could, but I, I I just, the Knicks also don't have to, use it. They don't, they don't have, have to, to use, use the mid-level exception. As we've mentioned, they've only used an exception once in three years. And it was to bring back Taj for more money as a thank you. So I don't think they're going to force the issue if they don't have to. Like, yeah, it'd be great if they signed someone, but then who's that going to be? Because if it's not a shooter, it's not going to be a big, uh, it's not going to be a backup four because then they have the same issue that Obi has. The only other name that I wonder if they would kick the tires on is Seth Curry. It's the only other name that I think That's would just, make sense. I know. There's just adding for the sake of adding. Yeah. Something about that doesn't doesn't pass the smell test for me. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see what happens. Okay. Thanks, Tom. Uh, TK, bring Taj back on a vet minimum. I Perfect mean, timing. <laughs> fourth center. Why not? Who says no? Put him on a two-way. I don't care how, how many years of experience he has. Break That's, the rules. It's the Taj Gibson exception. They should have an exception for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Hamdy M. Hey, J&J. This is so much better than ESPN's coverage. Thank you. I mean, low bar, but still. Uh, Jeremy, you're a superstar. And John, you are a five unprotected picks talent. Uh, you're right about Jeremy. Five unprotected picks. My goodness. That's a good offer, man. That's, that's Kawhi Leonard. I was about and to say some. who's gotten who's gotten traded for five unprotected picks because that would be all of a team's dra- own after, own draft equity plus some other team's unprotected pick that that said that said team has acquired. I don't even know if there's ever been such a thing a trade for five unprotected first round picks. Yeah, and the best part is uh, Dick's Film School is not going to cut us for salary reasons, so. <laughs> Or, uh, Can you imagine Nick's oh. film school announces John Macri is out. <laughs> John, I got to talk. Listen, the, uh, okay? I was looking at the budget. <laughs> you either got to take a pay cut or get out. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Um, Anthony Strano. What's up, guys? What does a package for DeAndre Hunter look like? Um, I don't know that it looks like anything for the Knicks. 
Man, I don't even know what that because what what Atlanta seems to be incentivized by cutting costs and the Knicks can't really help them there um, unless I, I mean okay so here's the pack you wanted the package here's the package I'm not again I'm not saying the Knicks would do this but it's Fournier and quickly would work under the cap and then Fournier's money gets wiped away after this year which is when uh, the extensions for. Bay and Okongwu would kick in, um, as well as a new contract for uh, Dejounte Murray. So they'd be accomplishing that purpose. Does either team say yes to that? Well, I think also considering, as you just mentioned, the the fact that these teams, the fact that the Hawks have to pay these other players, that quickly would not necessarily be who they're looking for. It yeah. might be more of the Grimes focus because he has another year of team control. I bet the Hawks would do that. Grimes and Fournier for. Sure. For Hunter, and I would imagine the Knicks say no. I would also imagine not, the Knicks say we're not doing that. Yeah, that's yeah. that doesn't work for us. That's uh, that's an issue. Yeah, I just yeah, I, I just don't see it. I don't see the fit here either. Yeah, good, good question though. Thanks, Anthony. <clears throat> I ninety five bully. What's going on, man? Uh, if you had to bet on one thing not to happen, what would it be? <laughs> I Julius Randle getting traded. I don't know. Cat. Really? Yeah. That would not be the one thing that I would bet would not I, happen. I, all right, how about this? Uh, DeAndre Ayton, is that a, a more fair thing? Gabe Vincent, three. so Gabe Vincent just took the mid-level exception. Three years, $33 million. He didn't take From the Miami. One, but he took, uh, no, he's going to the Lakers. Whoa! Gabe Vincent's going to the Lakers, which means that I wonder if Struess is retained. Because they couldn't pay both of them. They could realistically pay one of them. Wow. So, what does that I get? I like that for Yeah. Uh, no, I, I freaking Gabe Vince is awesome. No, he's he's a quality rotation player. I think Gabe Vince, I mean, he impressed the hell out of me. Sure. Uh, but Huh. Yeah, so it's not the full mid-level, but it's a lot of it. So who are you saying the Lakers would be a threat to sign Gordon? Well, now that's pretty much off the table. Uh, unless unless Eric Gordon signs for the rest of the mid-level exception. They have the biannual too, though, right? They don't. They use it on Torian Prince. Oh, they use it Yeah. Okay. Huh. So D'Angelo Russell. Oh, my God. Okay, here. I Can I amend my fucking answer to the question earlier? He, about may, what's he the, may not even be back. Well, I'm saying now that they got Gabe... Russell's now looking for a new home. I want to amend my answer to the earlier thing about what's the worst, like what's the what's the Bargnani move? The Knicks go give the full mid-level to D'Angelo Russell. Even that's not it because you still traded a first-round pick for Bargnani. Yeah. And that pick was what? And that turned into Jamal Murray? Oh, man. And Russell's like, <sighs> Russell's so, like, he's so frustrating, but he's he's also not a bad player. That's, that's not going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen either, but I... I <laughs> I bet you that no, it can't be a one plus one because it's the it's the it's the mid level. It has to be a three year deal. It could be two plus one. I I don't, I don't want to go down this road. Okay, uh, let's move on. Man, gave Vincent to the Lakers. I like that for them. Okay, uh, Logan, Logan Barlow, what's going on, Logan? Who is your ideal, somewhat realistic player that's only ever made a third All NBA team at best? Oh. 
who could become available. Wait, hold on. So we're we're only allowed to choose from players who have made no higher than third team All NBA. That's tough. I don't even have the. <sighs> I'm gonna need a second. I'm gonna give an answer here. To only ever made third team All NBA. Somewhat realistic. Also, the Lakers are going to be hard capped. Yeah. Well, they they already were going to be with the biannual as well. Unless they didn't use the biannual to sign Prince. Unless they used used, uh, the full mid-level to sign both of them. But I the math probably wouldn't. Yeah, three for 33. I would imagine it's not 11 annually. It might be like nine, you know, whatever. It might start there and then increase by 5%. But no, nine plus four and a half would still be too much. So no, they must have used the biannual. The names that are coming to mind, by the way, in terms of they meet the qualifications for a semi-realistic and never made higher than an All-NBA third team. Um, oh, Jananobi, Miles Turner. Uh, semi-realistic. don't really have a good one. Zion? Zion didn't make more than Zion, Zion even made an all NBA team? I don't think so. No, that's a great question. That's semi-realistic. Okay, I'll go yeah. with Zion. <laughs> Final answer. I, I'm stumped. I'm too in. It's a great question, but I'm too in uh, free agent mode to to think of like, wait, who was it that I Siakam? Did Siakam make a second all NBA? Second team. Okay, so then yeah, he's out. Made, I think he made second team twice. Both times he made all NBA. He, he definitely made have. it the first time. Um, what is this, man? I have no idea who the Mavs are bidding against. You don't say. Uh, okay. Oh man, my family made popcorn in the other room. I could smell it. That's just mean. <laughs> ja, so focused. What's going on, Ja? Standing ovation for that. You're yeah. JC. Is you got it's you got to elongate it a little bit more. I, I can't do it. You can. I be, listen from the man who brought us Bombaclat. You can do this. I believe in you. Uh, my pronunciation of Bomboclat was, I do not believe the, pro- the correct. No, I'm aware, but I'm saying, uh, <laughs> I, I heard it. <laughs> it's just an elongated, you know, you could do it. Huh. Well, this is interesting. Anyways, thank you, Joshua Focus. I appreciate it. <laughs> the next chat is also in reference to Macri. Can, <laughs> can I just read this real quick? Go ahead. This is from Brett Siegel. He's with Clutch Points app. Um, so, you know, whatever. Take it for what's worth. There's growing belief that Fred Van Vliet will be returning to the Raptors. Multiple sources tell. Clutch points out. No decision has been made by Van Vliet and his camp yet. Well, okay. Uh, let's get Jasso focused back up here. All right. As someone who has suffered through a Macri year, you're just going to, it's just going to get worse. That was bad. I had to comment twice. <laughs> it was but not answer. <laughs> it was, it wasn't the right inflection, but at least he held it out. What am know? I supposed to do? It was like, you're, is that it? Closer, but you're, you're yeah, man. You gotta, talk you about gotta it. say it with joy. It's like you know, I don't even a know what it means. City, yeah, like that type of thing. You gotta, Does it like, mean yes? Yes, you're yes, yes. Affirmative, but but more like my a, year. A, like, anyways, continue the question. Multiple Americas. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Affirmative. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. The rest of the oh, that was the rest of the whole time. I had yeah, to I had to comment twice about Jeremy's version. Thought thoughts on backup power forward Josh Hart possibilities. I mean, he's gonna be the backup power forward if they signed even Jensen and don't do anything else other than trade Toppin. Um, I'll still say McDaniel's the 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 one who's a free agent. Um, yeah. All right, Mensa just corrected me. I appreciate it, Mensa. It's more of a yo than it is a yes. That that's on me. Yeah, I thank you, Mensa. I appreciate it. Affirmative. Thank you, Ja. Thank you also for. (laughs) It's not affirmative. It's not. (laughs) It's It's hello. It's hello. Yeah, it's what it is. Affirmative. Oh my gosh! Do you, do you walk up to people you've seen at ages and just go affirmative? Affirmative. That's how we're starting every every time we log on. Going affirmative, forward. they're Knicks fans. It's affirmative. That's my answer. <laughs> every question. Um. Anyway, let's move on from this. Everything is funny. Everything is funny. Uh, true statement. How far does do does the team need to go next year for Tibbs extension? This is an interesting question. If we don't extend Tibbs, who would you want? Uh, hashtag shout out KFS. Hashtag shout out Cats. Hashtag go Knicks. Um, I mean, I assume if they don't go forward with Tibbs, it's going to be Johnny Bryan. Um, I here's what I'll say. They're not going to get him. But if they move on from Tibbs, and if they move on from Tibbs, they're going to move him into the... the, I actually think they would probably move him right into the GM position. Um, Which, do I put it past the Knicks to go the entire season without officially naming a GM? No, I don't put it past them. Um, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah. Tibbs is a GM? Sure. I could see it. I cannot. I I think that would be pretty rough. I think he demonstrated... In Minnesota, how he should not be a decision maker to that level in terms Jeremy, of personnel. Do you know why I think it's possible? Because do you know what I think the GM title means here? Cock and balls to bring back a term I am comfortable saying. It means nothing. Because you know how I know that? Because Scott Perry held the title for the last three years under Leon Rose. And Scott Perry's voice meant um, I will say nothing. It's not about it's little. it's not about the voice. It's about the actions that the and the responsibilities and, the GM has. And what have we learned from the available reporting that the person who takes on the this trade negotiation that trade negotiation is the one who ha- seems to have or happens to have the relationship with the person from the opposing team. I understand what you're saying. There were also a tons of logistical shit that Scott Perry was great at. He was perfect right. for that. The relationships think- part too. Yeah, he had a lot of relationships, a ton of relationships throughout the league. Well respected the whole thing. I could see it being a way for them to do the we don't want Tom Thibodeau to be the coach anymore, but we don't want to fire Tom Thibodeau thing. That's all I'm saying. Again, I just think it'd be more of a advisor. It'd be more of a assistant general. Actually, I don't even think it'd be that. I think it'd be like a, some sort of special title, Maybe. but it's not like uh, uh, you know, one of the largest well, voices in the room. My my answer is well, he's already a large voice in the room, though. But, That's no, I, I, but he is the head coach. I don't think it would be essentially getting promoted, so to speak. Like obviously, as hard as with the coaching and not with the decision making, but going from I mean, like, would you say that Brad Stevens got promoted? Uh, yes. Right. Okay. So this would be a promotion for him. It, he's not exactly promote, it would, but on on his, on the surface it would be a promotion which accomplishes the goal of we're not firing Tibbs we're promoting him um just move him into an advisor role 
we're arguing about somewhat about semantics, but to answer I, but the I question, think, I don't I, think we are. That's the difference. I, but I, and I think this, I think Leon Rose and, and well, maybe not West, but Rose in particular, I think he would go so far as to want to do right by Tibbs. Now, if Tibbs is doing right by Tibbs 30, isn't a promotion, that's the difference. I would argue otherwise. Well, the I appearance knew. of a promotion, the appearance <laughs> of a promotion. I am arguing otherwise. I think they would make a really hard run at Jay Wright. I don't think Jay Wright would come, and I think they'd wind up hiring Johnny Bryant. Fred Katz, look who chimed in. I'm just busy laughing at the reaction to Macri's Tibbs GM call. Okay. Yeah. I don't think my eyebrows could have raised any higher. I, John, you just... He's you run just a franchise before. Into the ground. Poorly. Goodness. Into the fucking ground. But he did it. <laughs> he okay. has experience. Let's go get Isaiah Thomas. He's done. Yeah, he's like, running a franchise. He's, yeah. he's, 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 he is... Oh, he's unavailable. Doing it to another <laughs> oh, let's get guy? let's get the Calangelos in here. Scott I'm sure they Lane do a great job. Available. Let's do it. Yeah, it's perfect. I heard Steve Mills is still in the front office. No, Bill David Kahn. David, David Kahn. That's the one. Oh man, I'm I'm with you promoting him to the front office. He's not getting fired. That's the point. He's right. Not getting fired. You move him. You do what the the Pistons just did with what's his face. Why am I blanking on the Pistons' old coaches? Dwayne Casey. Dwayne Casey, like respected former coach of the year. He's in an advisory role. Okay. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. You don't give them more responsibilities. I don't think they would actually is, be giving him more responsibilities. They'd I think be making be him the general manager. That's more work. They could call him fucking grand poobah. It wouldn't change what his role is. Uh, so in, I get, I get what you're saying. You do. I you don't, too? Yes. Okay. Cause you're saying like the, it's Leon and then everybody It's all else. about appearances because right. what does this organization care about? Appearances. So I they've think always it would cared appear about. terrible to give <laughs> Tibbs a GM job after the job he did in Minnesota. He got no picks back for Jimmy. No, I, I, I'm not arguing he did a terrible job. Obviously, he did a poor, very poor job. I'm not arguing that. Against that, rather. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm arguing you, you get what I'm arguing. They're doing they would we make do it that. look they do. Yeah, they, it's just not the GM. But not fire him firing him and moving him into the front office is a like we we want to keep him around. We're just gonna go a different direction with the head coaching position. He's done great things for this organization. Okay. We, we look for it's they literally didn't do didn't fire Steve Mills after being bad at his job. They moved him and reassigned him in the organization. Yes, I, I they remember. did the same thing with Isaiah Thomas. Like do they would do the same thing with Tibbs. And they wouldn't make him a decision. Like, I get what you're saying. If you're the GM, you're still not a decision maker. But that's not what they do. Because appearances, you talk about like how the rest of the league would see it. They'd be like, oh, after the job he did in Minnesota, now he's going to be the, the general manager? I think, What's wrong? I think the rest of the league already looks at... Well, I don't want to go that far. Worldwide West is the exec... What is, what's his role? Uh, like it's not general manager advisor like no yeah. no it's not advisor it's 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 a it's an official uh, title i will look that up you tell watanabe to the um the sun to the suns that's a good, that's a good another, get for them another thing we missed as we were arguing about this was uh joe ingles two years and 22 million dollars to the magic 11 yep. million is cheaper cp of basketball um, operations is what worldwide west is by the way there you go Anyway, wait, let's move on. He, you're, you're both obviously probably right. The notion of him moving into GM is a bit of a hot take, but it know. worked because ESPN would have been proud of that hot take, John. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up? 
Jonathan Macri here with our good friends at Oakley to tell you why Jalen Brunson's incredible first season in New York was more than meets the eye. Is it that Brunson became the first point guard in Knicks history to average at least 24 points a game? Is it that he became just the second player in NBA history to average at least 24 points, six assists, and under 2.5 turnovers? No and no! It's that he did both of those things all while playing on a below-market contract that will become even more valuable under the new collective bargaining agreement. So yes, we should all be very thankful that the Mavericks had to find out the hard way that Jalen Brunson is more than meets the eye. What's up, Knicks fans? Express your style and build a look that's made just for you. Oakley's changing the game and it's time to discover a whole new world of possibilities. Do you run, golf, train, or just want to look like your favorite athlete? Then you need to get yourself a pair of Oakley's today. Suited for everyday eyewear with frames and lenses allowing for an extension of self and an expression of your personality, with Oakley, there's more than meets the eye. Here at Knicks Film School, our motto is look good, play good. And that's why Oakley is the perfect partner for us. Not a one of us leaves the house in the morning without our Oakleys. And listen up, because it's officially almost summer, which means you need to upgrade your sunglass game now. Check out Oakley.com to get yourself a pair today. Also, did you know that Oakley even offers prism lens technology? Now, I know what you're thinking. GMAC, what the hell is that? Well, it's a technology solely used by Oakley and available for everyday settings as well. Want to know more? Head on over to Oakley.com and check it out for yourself. And while you're there, get yourself a pair of everyday glasses. That'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye. Don't trust me? Try it for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglass brands in my life, and I can assure you that Oakley is not only the best looking, but the best quality out there. Head on over to Oakley.com for more information today. Schroeder likely to leave the Lakers. That makes sense with Vincent. Well, out. yeah. He's Vincent a guy I could see. Again, it wouldn't make sense with the Knicks roster is currently constructed, but... Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, okay. This is getting interesting. Joseph, oh, here we go. We, we got this we one. Did this already. Thank you, Joe. Alex, wait. So Kyrie didn't meet with the Suns. Apparently not. No. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, with Phoenix signing all these minimum guys, Utah to the Knicks, unfortunately not. I would have liked Utah. He was a good player. What? He couldn't. He, he wasn't even cracking the rotation after the trade. I know. Like, we don't, we don't have to make him into more than He's an interesting player. What is interesting? That's like, that's like Seinfeld when the doctor says breathtaking. What does interesting mean, John? What is interesting? He had a great shooting year for the first yeah. time, and it was like a span of 50, 40 games, uh, and he's 28 years old. Like, th- there's not a ton oh of untapped potential. What, talk about carrying water? Yeah. <laughs> my Lord. You see Shams? Shams, yes. Around Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and Bradley Beal. Suns recruit a big wing pickup in Watanabe. 44.4% three-point shooter, depth in front court, and a reunion with Durant. Again, the shooting was... Legit. It's just the other stuff didn't even keep him on the floor when, and I understand the Nets brought in uh, other players like Cameron Johnson and Mikhail Bridges and Dorian Finney. Yeah. So minutes dried up. And yet, if Watanabe was able to play that well, he would have seen time. They would have found a way to make it work. And they didn't. That tweet reminded me of the uh, from my cousin Vinny. You got it, honey. The case cracker. Me in the shower. <laughs> I hope you see me, my cousin. Yes, I, I, I yes. Make it sure. I, we've Let's talked see. about it before. 
you said you hadn't seen Silence of the Lambs a few well, weeks ago. So uh, fair, but even still, I've seen my cousin Vinny many a times. Good, just making sure. Thanks, Alex. Uh, um, uh, Kevin, Jeremy, what kind of beer do you want for Toronto? Toronto. Kevin and I made a gentleman's agreement that if the Raptors pick is uh, not conveyed in two years, that I get a beer. And if it does convey within the next two years, I buy him a beer. Well, if the Raptors continue to try to win games, I am due a beer. Uh, Kevin, I'm going to keep that in mind. I'm going to think of the most expensive quality beer I could possibly get. Delirium. Uh, it's a good beer. Delirium. That, that could, yeah. But the good news is I've got some time to think about it. So uh, I appreciate it, Kevin. Thank you. But it's not mine yet. It's They got to finish mid in order for it to work. And hopefully they do. Hopefully they're mid. I owe a few beer beers from some bets that I made this year, which shall go unnamed. <clears throat> Uh, Jasso focused update on me. I have moved off of the Randall hate train. Good job by you. I now have faith. The Knicks can win with him. albeit as a second or third option. Just hope RJ grows. Don't we all Ja? Yeah. Don't we all who amongst us? Uh, Mark Sable, who asks out first Luca or Embiid Embiid. Agreed. I think time yeah. presence, age, all that. I mean, <sighs> I'm Dallas is one of the most fascinating teams in the league this year, though, for sure. They have to be. Shake Milton going to Minnesota. Okay, so Minnesota's... No, they're off the board. They're off the board. It's, it's Houston. It's basically everybody's looking at Houston right now. Hmm, okay. Uh, thanks, Mark. Appreciate you, man. Um, as always. Sam Garcia's dad. So much great KFS content dropping every day. I can't keep up. You're the best. Now let's go get PG. Don't think it's happening. Yeah. Don't think so. No Harden news though tonight. So far, which, yeah. I guess not surprising. I mean, there. Well, there was, I guess, indirect Harden news when it was. In, we should probably should mention. Uh, it raised some eyebrows around the league that uh, Philadelphia declined to, or it said they were not going to extend uh, Tyrese Maxey this summer. Uh, Wendy, I think, went on TV and was like, "Yeah, it's because they think they might trade him, um, possibly for Damian Lillard." So. I don't know. Which I get, like, can Dame, can Dame ask for a trade after they gave Jeremy Grant all that money? Sure. My Lord. That's not his problem. He can. Yeah. Hey, Jeremy Grant's happy. You got five years and what, $160 million. That's 160 million reasons to be happy right now. That's, that's him. I'm talking about Dame, though. That's, I, I know, but I'm saying Jeremy Grant will be just fine if Dame requests a trade. Uh, two years, uh, ten million um, for uh, Milton. Uh, what do we got next? Okay, uh, Matt Smith. What's going on, Matt? Most important thing I heard all day: Wendy saying the Rudy Gobert Donovan Mitchell packages no more. Well, is that because the? <sighs> I don't. I still don't know how we're supposed to talk about the Rudy Gobert package when that was insane on its face the moment it happened, and only was looked at in, as more insane moving forward. Is anybody looking at the Donovan Mitchell package now and saying, "Wow, remember those times when Cleveland gave up that much for Donovan Mitchell?" I don't. 
maybe I'm, I'm just missing it, but I just feel like the player hasn't come on the market that would warrant the package. And that's more what it is, but I, I could be wrong. Sure. But I don't think Donovan Mitchell is worth the package that Cleveland gave up from the Knicks perspective. I think clearly, that's fair. The Knicks agreed with that or else they would have probably gone more further into giving up a third unprotected pick. And look, the I mean, the Cavs are likely one third of the way through the time that they have Donovan Mitchell and they won one game in the playoffs and they lost to the Knicks to the team that wanted Donovan Mitchell and didn't get a job done. So there is something to be said about trading all of that for player or a player who's really good, but not going to get you there. That's like, this is, this is the move we make because we feel that this team is ready to contend for a title. I don't know how we could possibly look at the Cavs and say that they're, they're anywhere near there. Um, they need Mobley to step up in a tremendous way. They need this depth yeah. to really help them out. Um, they need growth from Garland. They need the lights to be a little dimmer for Jared Allen, I suppose. <laughs> they, need Darius, uh, they need Donovan Mitchell to keep improving. And I'm not saying any of those things cannot happen, but the lack of size and strength and their bet that Evan Mobley ha- can be their best player, or at least a better player than yeah, was what say, he was on the better. offensive end. It was better. It's, it just, it takes time, time. They're trying to navigate a couple different timelines and hoping it all aligns. And I think there's reason for healthy skepticism. So I'm with Matt. I am glad that the market has reset itself. And I'm glad that the Knicks didn't look at Donovan Mitchell and say, this is our moment. We have to get him and decided to walk away. And they beat the Cavs in five games. Okay, you just snuck that in there a few times. Cavs won one game. Oh, what? That the that the Knicks? Yeah, that the Cavs only won one game? Because it wasn't two, right? It was... It's not. The other one was three. It was one. It was one. Right. Five. Yep. Thank you, Good Phil job. Jackson. Good job by you. Or no, it was uh, great Popovich. It was. Uh, buzzer beater, you three oh, no. have done more for oh, no. Blacks than the NAACP. Well, I that's great. Oh, man. That's, that makes me very happy. Uh, face multiple Americas. Uh, by the way, there's a great screenshot that was sent to me by a couple of people. Fred being one of them. Uh, yes, I uh, saw. Yes, so I'll just put it on the screen. This was our look a couple minutes ago, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> people just go to my. Twitter. I like. I like though that later. this. I like that's the <laughs> same image with the most recent. Uh, comment. Yes. So this is our I, reaction to your your comment, Buzzer B. This is this should be the uh, reaction to anything. Oh, of note. That's great. Uh, you're welcome. Okay. That's all. You're... I <laughs> uh, we did this one already. We just did one. No, you didn't. Yeah, you did. Yes, Affirmative. Did. You did. Affirmative. Uh, Jack Weitzman, can the Lakers sign and trade D'Lo due to the hard cap? Um. Mm-hmm. No, the Lakers are hard capped. Right, but the are you saying with the new CBA? Which I have Oh, still, now we really have to get into this Right, shit. that's the thing. Um, Cuz it's like in the past the way where teams have been operating, you could send out a player and in a sign and trade, but that wouldn't hard cap you. Hard capping you would be acquiring a player via sign and trade. That's correct. Um in the know, new actually, cap does does sending out a player via sign and trade Hard cap you, which the Lakers cannot do because they will go over the hard cap. So uh, Albert Namad, who's a great follower for CBA stuff, actually bookmarked this. He said, teams are now hard capped at the first apron. If they use the non-tax mid-level exception, the biannual exception, 
or acquire a player via sign and trade, but that's acquiring, not sending out. Yep. Uh, if they take back more than 110%, this is starting after the season um, of salary that they send out via the traded player exception. Uh, and then they're hard capped at the second apron. If they use the taxpayer mid-level, if they aggregate players and trade using the traded player exception, that's not this season. If they send cash in a trade, also not this season. And if they trade for a player previously traded via sign and trade, which is also not this season and not applicable to D'Angelo Russell. So they shouldn't have an issue with trading Russell to another team as part of a sign and trade. Question just, is what comes back. Cause they're already hard capped. Like they're, yeah. I mean, and who are they like, who wants D'Angelo Russell in a sign and trade? Like who's, who's giving up a real thing for D'Angelo Russell. I don't, a lot of the desperate teams have already kind of gotten their, their business done. Maybe there's someone we'll see. Yeah. Lakers can sign a trade deal. Yes, teams over the second apron can't send out sign and trade or acquire one and sign and trade. Okay, there we go. Thank you, Thank Fred. You, Fred. <laughs> Hans Boozy Jr. John Urethan Macri. Better. Better. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> Next Scott, up, Scott Scotch. Uh, uh, you know, I just realized. Sorry, just real quick. Jeremy Cohen was right there. Jeremy, Jeremy Cohen. Cohen. Oh, yeah. there. Mm. Going forward. Yeah. Jeremy um, Cohen. A- after this, I'm going to open my window shade. Uh, Jasso focused. Macri being comfortable saying cock and balls is a travesty. <laughs> Do better. Your assignment next season is to learn to say you're meant to you're in charge of this. I don't know that you could put anybody in charge of this and it, it would not make a difference. I don't know if it's going to happen here. Uh, I'll try, though. I'll try. Listen. Have you ever seen the Miracle Worker? What's oh, that? I haven't. That's that's with Helen Keller. It's the movie for Helen Keller. Yes. Taught her how, yes. To, how to speak and how to read. I think we can manage. I think I think with under Mensa's tutelage, you can get there. Well, Helen Keller ain't got shit on me. Let me tell you. Yeah, that's true. Training Day. I like that movie. It's a fine film. Just sit in the awkwardness for a second. Yeah, yeah. Read the next one. I have to. Christ, I have right. to open my window shade. John has to go do a thing. Uh, Jeremy, you read this. Yurta Watanabe is my last straw. Sorry, this is from Jarrell Williams. Thank you for the super chat contribution. Yurta Watanabe is my last straw. He fits a lot of our team needs. We didn't have to overpay or trade for him. This front office sucks. Okay, Ooh. again, I. It was not the direction based on the the pun I was making where I thought it was going to go. Um, Jarrell, as I mentioned again, Yuta is one of those super depth pieces that you probably don't want to have playing a ton of minutes. He had his first strong season and it was not a full season. It was a nice portion of it where yes, he shot a blistering 44.4% as noted by Shams Charania of the athletic. The issue here is he's just never had a consistent role on a good team. Like again, he, he, I, let me walk that back a little bit. Obviously he had an impact for the nets he, there was a moment where with Kevin Durant, he played super well and it helps having Kevin Durant there. So I take that back. But he is not this kind of like up and coming young dude, tons of potential. Like he is a veteran minimum depth piece that you have if you're ring chasing. And that's exactly what the Suns got in Utah Watanabe. So I understand the move for them. From the Knicks perspective, it doesn't it make sense. Yes, you need the shooting. But again, we're looking at it's not a large sample size for when he did really well. Um, I understand if you want to believe in that, especially at what, 28, turning 29 years old. It's just, 
it, it's he's not a needle mover, and he he shouldn't be. I, I but like, maybe he'll do it for the Suns. I, I agree with Jeremy in that I like him. If you're if you got Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and like you're ring chasing, or I guess in this case Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, and you're ring chasing because you're asking him to be really good at one thing. Um, I'm not overreacting to the line in here, Jarrell. It has to be take more than this to be your last straw in this front office, though. It just has to. This front office has done a lot of good, and we've all sat here and said there's a version of this team where running it back is okay. Uh, you're muted. My bad, John. Sorry. No, I I just saw the last line. I I read the beginning of the comment. Um, here's what we don't do. We don't say that you to Watanabe is the line between this front office being good and not good. Right. Let them overpay for a guy. Like if they had traded RJ and IQ for James Harden today, then I would be like, all right, we need to feel some feelings. But even then, you're trading for a future Hall of Famer. So I at least recognize what their thinking is. You tell Watanabe not being here as the ninth man is not the last straw. This front office might be secretly completely inept. Uh, if they are, this is not the move that is, should be here. Exhibit A as to like why that is, or them not doing this move, uh, and also them getting Jalen Brunson for what is probably the best value contract in the NBA is more important than letting a thousand Utah Watanabe's go to Phoenix for the minimum. Um, okay, I think we can move on. <laughs> 